What's up, wrestling fans? Welcome to episode number 515 of the Smart Guy Moment Smack Talk podcast, Hot Tags of the Week, where we'll be breaking down some of the current events and rumors and news and gossip and other things that went down in the world of pro wrestling over the past few days that we feel like talking about. I'm rushing through this right now for some reason, and I don't really know why. I'm Tony Mango, and here's Robert DeFelice. Hey, Tony, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? You ever see the thing from back in the day, the, the guy who was Dunkin' Donuts commercials? They used to talk super fast. Like, he was literally, like, the fast-talking man. Yeah, like, speed-talker kind of guy. You ever see him, like, read the lyrics to Bad by Michael Jackson, like, yeah. 30 seconds? <laughs> God, that guy should have done a podcast. That would be great. He's like, we have, like, 108 things to talk about today for this 30-second podcast. <laughs> He's like, today we're going to talk about number one, number two, number three, number four, number five. <laughs> Just kind of go through that. And if he didn't make a career out of being one of those auctioneers, that's a missed opportunity, too. One hundred. Sold for a buck. <laughs> there you go. Maybe we should start auctioning off hot tags. I think over here. No, what we do is we sell them as NFTs, and it's <laughs> just that they're the way that the T-shirts are. Yeah, that's right. You know, for uh, for only eight grand, you can own uh, the digital license of whatever the hell we're doing at the beginning of this intro. <laughs> It's part of the pick your poison tier. <laughs> if you want more NFT discussion, check out our King of the Ring 95 watch along where I do, in fact, get two free NFTs from DC. We should we, uh, these hot tags. Do we release it yet or not? I don't remember. Yeah, you released it right away. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I don't know what days are what. You know, what are we? Calendars? <laughs> but I would definitely not Calendar Man, poor guy. No. But if you want, we're talking about Calendar Man. We recently did something where we talked about Calendar Man. I know we released that. That was the uh, <laughs> that was the Injustice Watch Injustice along. Watch Along. The fan tracks for that are from Fanboys, uh, FanboysAnonymous.com. So Hard lots of turn. fan track type Doesn't stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, hot tags. You should know what it, it's just. Uh, Five hundred and fifteen of these. If you're brand new, we're gonna we're gonna break down the topics of the week. Yeah. And unlike every other podcast that you hear, we're going to do them in a very, like, fun, all-over-the-place way because we're just two guys and we're having a good time. Because it's 12.50, it's vent hour, it's, uh, you know, back the way that we've approached some of these things. 12.50 a.m., not 12.50, uh, you know, whatever. Uh, we, didn't get, we didn't get any Gabagoo this week. N- none of that. Uh, I mean, no, we did. We got, we did got a little bit of Tony Gabagoo. You know what? Um, you did go to Olive Garden. So let's I, follow up from last week. I, I did go to Olive Garden. I got the chicken yoki soup. I got the uh, shrimp scampi, which I barely ate because I did the whole thing that I had said before, where you just keep asking for more soup and breadsticks, and then you fill up on that. And, and that uh, is that is what we call follow through. That, yeah. and I am I am many things. One thing I am not is a liar. <laughs> So you can always count on that. Um, yeah. Uh, we got only a couple hot tags to talk about other than the TV talk. Cause honestly, I did not come across anything. I felt like talking about of a lot of these topics that were just kind of put out there. Like people are like, Hey, uh, you know, Roman Reigns says that he wouldn't be too interested in a CM Punk match. And it's like, well, you know, Roman Reigns is a company man. And of course he would say that because he's not going to go, well, Punk's probably one of the best people and I wish I could tune in on AEW on the Wednesday nights. Yeah, 
don't really need to talk about that. Don't really need to talk about a lot of those topics, but there are some pay-per-view type things to talk about. I didn't come across any trademark topics. Uh, they did a few this week. We know we know a few of them that we'll get to when we talk about TV stuff. And to be perfectly honest, we're missing some of the TV talk for this week, too, because uh, I'll tell you one thing. One, one of my reviews, Dynamite this week, completely unwatchable. Really? Oh, oh yeah. Wait a minute. <laughs> 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 Took me a second, right? <laughs> It hasn't yeah. aired yet, so you know. <laughs> I was literally like, "Wait, what happened?" Okay, fair enough. Yeah, so uh, you know that hasn't aired yet, so that's one thing. Uh, we'll talk about some of the other talking points, and we'll talk about all the other things. And when we do that, we want to know what you have to say. So drop a comment below, particularly if you are on YouTube, where you can actually leave a comment. But if you can't, you know, send it to a tweet, put something on Facebook, put something on the page on smartcomma.com. But if you are on YouTube, hit the like button. That helps out quite a bit. Make sure you are subscribed because a lot of people might not even know if they are or not. They might just be clicking on this channel and not realizing that they got unsubscribed at some point. But if you aren't subscribed, do it. You know how YouTube works. I shouldn't have to break it down. But remember, there's the the thanks button. There's the join button. That's the same thing as the Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash smartoutmoment. Share your support in that fashion. And... Get access to the dark cast episodes. Get access to the pick your poison tier where you can request things. Uh, there's T Public and Redbubble if you want to pick up merchandise, you know, t shirts, stickers, whatever it might be. Also, plug uh, our traditional Manscaped thing. I'll just say it. Yeah, there's going to be a Manscaped plug later on because Manscaped, you know, we'll tell you why later on. And but mostly because they're giving us money. That's how plugs work. But that's that, yeah, that, sponsored. So, yeah, the sponsors. Uh, go um and because i used one of the products again the other day so um let's get into this pay-per-view stuff wwe is not holding a pay-per-view in december anymore they went from potentially tlc on december 19th if i remember correctly to well tlc is probably on december 12th to now the report is nah and the reasoning really interesting to me the reasoning seems to be that Nick Khan is putting more focus on day one, on January 1st. And there's good and bad. I wrote up a thing on EWN about it, of like the pros and cons of this, and short you know, answer. I think it's good that they have the chance that they can kind of give a little bit more breathing room, but I don't trust that their breathing room isn't just going to be wasting time. So here's my only good. This is a good chance. You did Hell in a Cell in... June this year, and now you're doing it again at Crown Jewel. Don't do Hell in a Cell anymore. Don't do TLC anymore, and we're halfway home. You're like, <laughs> I that's that's one of the things. I'm like, well, we don't need TLC. I've talked about it ad nauseum, so I'm kind of glad that that's the case. I do think that it's a shame that we don't have something happening because I'm a little bit worried that we're going to be in one of those situations where where it's just going to be like a slog. Yeah, because they're going to be like. If you think about it this way, Charlotte Flair has no number one contender right now. They're advertising that she's going to face Bianca Belair, which I don't know why they're doing that, but she doesn't have a number one contender at the moment. When Crown Jewel ends, what is the next focal point? Survivor Series. The focal point for Survivor Series is champion versus champion. So they're not going to end up doing any substantial thing with Charlotte for that. Then we're going to have an entire month goes by and we're at the end of December and we haven't had a pay-per-view, and we're leaning towards day one. 
day one is only three weeks before WrestleMania or before Royal Rumble. So then you're not going to have enough time to set up something for the Royal Rumble in the meantime, too. And then we're in that stretch of, well, it's the Royal Rumble and it's the start of WrestleMania, so we don't need to do anything. There's a chance that we might be in a situation where Charlotte barely defends the title in any substantial way until April. There's a good chance of that. There's also, I I think here's where the Queen's Crown and the King of the Ring tournament need to come into play. Because, like, they should factor in to the title picture. I always liked it when it was, like, the unspoken rule is the King of the Ring gets the title shot at Survivor Series. Or at uh, Somerset, excuse me. And I think because it's Queen and King, they should get the title shots at the Royal Rumble. And if not at the Royal Rumble, get the title shots at day one. And then, you know... Hey, the king gets the first shot at the crown, and that's all you need. I mean, you do Jinder versus Big E at day one, and who wouldn't want to start the year with Jinder Mahal against Big E Langston for the World Championship? <laughs> I'm only half kidding. Obviously, the part I'm kidding about is the part where I say people want to see that. <laughs> I, I, like, I, I think the King of the Ring should get a title shot at a pay-per-view. I think so too. I've been saying for the longest time that I think that they should give more stakes to a lot of different things. Like the fact that the uh, survivor series means nothing. It should be whoever wins the tally that brand gets the final spot at the Royal rumble. So you're at, at least like, okay, well, you know, I'm fighting on my raw brands behalf because I want to, cut the field in half that I'll have a chance to be number 30. I think that they need to go back to GMs because that's the only way Survivor Series works. And I think you it's a waste of a pay-per-view. Honestly, Survivor Series is a waste of a pay-per-view. And I hate that because it's one of my favorites. Because it's like a classic. It is. But it's a waste. It kind of is. Because nobody cares about Raw and SmackDown. The best Raw and SmackDown one they ever did was the first one, with a where it was like Shane and Brian were running SmackDown and Foley and Stephanie were running Raw. I thought that was a great show because you know why? You had like four months of establishing these brands and establishing that Stephanie and Shane don't like each other. Therefore, they want to win daddy's love. And by doing that, they need to beat the other. It's like perfect. It's credenting. I'll probably be in the minority here, but I kind of, I think the McMahons on TV are the easiest character devices. And honestly, even that at this point is better than what we're getting most weeks. Most weeks what we're getting is bland. It's vanilla with no toppings. And at least McMahon, as played to death as it is, it's still chocolate. And it still stands the test of time. So we're going to debate about this, maybe. If you disagree with me, it's going to be a debate. If you agree with me, then it isn't, obviously. (laughs) Uh, Jimmy's slash Sprinkles. What's What's your stance on this whole thing? Like, in terms of what do I call them? Yeah. They're fucking sprinkles. Everything sprinkles? 
but I don't like them either way, so I avoid them altogether. But I don't like when people call them jimmies. To me, it's chocolate jimmies, rainbow sprinkles. It's one of those things. That. I can accept that. <laughs> and if you disagree, leave a comment below and tell me why you're stubborn and wrong. <laughs> I don't like sprinkles. Like, you know, it's it's whatever. Like, give me, let the cake speak for itself. We're going to get way off topic here. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of a sprinkle guy once in a while. It depends. Uh, nah. Throw a little bit I, of snack talk in there while we're at it. Ice cream cake is a bit overrated, but we can get it in there later. <laughs> We aren't getting TLC. We are getting day one or whatever. We know a little bit more information about another thing that's happening, though, in the meantime, which is not quite a pay-per-view. It's a special event, but it's not a pay-per-view, which is tribute to it's, the troops. It's not all that special anymore. It isn't. And it's also something that you never really need to watch. Like, nothing ever happens on tribute to the troops that you need to see. There's no title changes there's no character development. It ends up being an hour long special where half of it is video packages of troop related stuff. And usually some kind of a country music star does some kind of it's singing. Usually like, well, when I was watching it, it was usually like some like soft rock, like, and now here's the goo goo dolls for the first time in 10 years, you know, or like now here's Chris Daughtry. Well, now it's that guy Hardy had done it before where it's just kind of, you know, I'm proud to be an American, support the troops, country. And then it would be like a... Kind of vibe. Like a the Florida, Georgia thing. Yeah, I know what you're talking about, but I can't think of it. It's Florida, Georgia something, whatever they are. Florida, Georgia, Florida, Georgia band. Uh, Florida, Florida, Georgia, Georgia line. line. That sounds kind of right. They were a thing a few years ago. Remember that? They're the ones that awful. do that awful somewhere on the beach. Are they that freaking thing? <laughs> I think so. Ugh. Man, can we rally? <laughs> <laughs> what they would do a little day drinking? <laughs> so we know what happens at the uh, tribute to the troops because they filmed it in advance in Canada. <laughs> <laughs> So <laughs> the report that's out there not only says that they they recorded this after SmackDown, but I thought it was funny that they handed out little American flags, which is like, can you guys pretend to be Americans? <laughs> this yeah. is one of these stories that I feel like, come on, that can't be real. And it's like, no, it happened. No, it like, can't be real. I'm, I'm going with no. Well... Uh, we will spoil what happens. So if you don't want to know what happens, what skip forward. Years where it was like they recorded matches, but they never aired them. Recently, not last year, obviously, but they made the year before. Uh, I don't know. I don't remember. Maybe. And last yeah. year they did the stuff at the the Thunderdome. Right. Maybe it's twenty nineteen. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking, because it was one of these recent years that they did matches and they just didn't air it. Which would be weird, because you would think if they've, like, if they recorded anything, they have the ability to at least put it up on YouTube. They've got the footage. Even if they, you know, uh, well, the talks fell through for some kind of special on Fox or whatever, like, what this is going to be. You got the footage, put it up on there, put it up on the network, put it up on Peacock, 
Certainly, there's not a whole lot of content on Peacock. When's the last time that there was a WWE Network show? Yeah, they don't where, even... are my, where are my icon specials? Yeah, they just the stopped Vladimir. airing the things that they even filmed. Then where's the Vladimir documentary? Yeah, fuck, I didn't see that one, yeah. It didn't, it didn't air. What the hell's up with this? Ah, uh, but you know, if you pay uh, 10 bucks a month, you can get uh, commercial breaks that go into black every once in a while. Here's a small thing to bring up to the next time you're DMing Peacock about their issues. Why do they take out the $9.99 in two separate payments? They take out a $5 payment and then a $4.99 payment. Can you just do it in one shot? Oh, they, do, they do it like that? I, I'm, yeah. The way that I've got my Xfinity set up, I only do the, the 5 buck edition kind of charge thing, so I don't know. Then you get commercials. No, I mean, I got the $5 edition on top of that because it comes packaged in. Oh, got it. So I only get charged the ones. But yeah, that's stupid. But then again, I'm not surprised. It really is. Like, what the hell? Then so, I will say, I, I like tribute to the troops. Like, when, I, when it first started and they were actually, like, going to the troops... They were fun shows, and you get like one-off matches that you would never see. Like, we're gonna give you John Cena teaming with DX against you know these three SmackDown heels, and you'll never see this match again. I like stuff like that. Now they're lazy; <laughs> they don't do anything. They had an ability to make this a a much more fun show, and they did the things you know, like Santa Claus comes out, and it's actually like a. Still cold and yeah, like you know, they they played around with that. This is just pretty much look, three matches got taped, and here are the results again. If you don't want to know, just skip forward about like you know, 60 seconds or something. But Big E beat Dolph Ziggler, Bianca Belair beat Liv Morgan, and Roman Reigns beat Shinsuke Nakamura. Why did Bianca Belair beat Liv Morgan? No idea. <laughs> is that is that a clue that she's turning heel? No idea. Doesn't make Why? any sense because you would think that if anything, it would be Bianca Belair and Liv Morgan beat Carmella and Zelina Vega or something. But Zelina Vega was fighting Carmella. I'll talk about that too. Um, but yeah, yeah. It's all over here. So that's happening for Tribute to the Troops. It's going to air on Fox on November fourteenth, which is a little bit earlier than normal. It's usually around like Christmas time. But it makes sense to do it in November, too. I mean, you know, Thanksgiving and whatnot. What are your Thanksgiving traditions outside of the food? Nothing. Oh, you're one of those? Yeah. I probably you know, won't even do the food this year. It's your first Thanksgiving as a married couple. Oh, she's not going to eat turkey. You know what I mean? Really? No, she's vegetarian, remember? Uh, <laughs> you know, that, that has slipped my mind. But, uh... All right, <laughs> that's, that's awful. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not making some big ass turkey for myself. That's for sure. And uh, yeah, I don't know. So my Thanksgiving this year is probably going to be me trying to set up my internet connection. <laughs> I don't depress the people, Tony. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'll get a gobbler from Wawa. Hey, Wawa, you want to sponsor us? <laughs> oh, I, I'd be down for that. I like myself some Wawa. Uh, I'll, I'll promote the hell out of Wawa. Wawa's great. Um, so speaking of pay-per-view stuff, uh, full gear. We got a leaked card, possibly. It kind of all depends. This is the thumbnail image, if you've bothered to click on that. Or, I mean, maybe you're listening to this on Spotify or something, and you don't see a thumbnail image, in which case, 
uh, I don't blame you for not being able to see something that doesn't exist in front of your face right now. But the whole setup for here was Tony Khan had this picture taken about, uh, I think it was like something revolving around the Jaguars, the Jacksonville Jaguars. And he's holding a notebook and on the notebook are all these matches written down. And the, the matches are written down for what looks to be the full gear card. And not in its entirety, because there are, like, question marks and different things, but, again, spoilers, if you don't want to know, skip a little bit. But this is what people could decipher from it. There is Kenny Omega versus Hangman Adam Page, with Hangman Page's name circled. Which is, Kind of an indication that maybe Page wins the championship. The best way to go, yes. Which should happen, the way that it is, yeah. There is... Brian Danielson, I'm assuming, against John Moxley. It just says Brian versus Mox. I bet that's the finals of the tournament. That makes sense. I didn't think about that. I completely forgot about that. Yeah. The Eliminator tournament. We don't know what the bracket is yet because they haven't released it. That's uh summon tomorrow night with the Saturday, uh, Saturday Night Dynamite, right? Yep. So... There is American top team against the inner circle. Makes sense with the way that they're building up these kind of things. Yeah. So you would assume that it would be Santana, Ortiz, uh, Sammy Guevara, Jake Hager, and Chris Jericho against... The side um, of them against probably Dos Santos. Dos, San- uh, uh, Dos Santos, the yeah, men of the men year. Of the year. Uh, 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 Jorge Mazadal, who keeps kneeing Chris Jericho in the head. And number five. Maybe uh, the the mouthpiece guy. What's his name again? Uh, uh, Lambert. Lambert, yeah. Dan Lambert. Maybe that. And then Jake Hager turns on Chris Jericho and joins the inner circle. I mean, joins the American top two. That'd that's be cool. Thing, but I gotta imagine that's where it's going. That'd be cool. I'd like it. It's not like the inner circle's really the inner circle anymore. Sammy Guevara's got his championship. They're not really hanging out all that much with Santana and Ortiz. You know, do it. Split them up. There's also MJF versus Darby Allen. I like it. Seems like it's just kind of a follow-up to the idea of him insulting him and everything. CM Punk versus Wardlow. Is that what Punk's name is on? From what I, I, from what it seems like that is, yeah. I like that because that means we're getting Punk versus MJF at some point. But I don't know, man. I'm kind of ready for CM Punk to have a match. Like a big one, you know? What would be like a a big one in your mind? Him and Brian against the Bucks. I mean, totally up for that, that's for sure. I can't believe they haven't done Punk against one of the bigger names. And I think he's producing a lot of this himself where he's like, I want to work so-and-so. So So maybe he wants to work Wardlow. He had a great match with Brock Lesnar. He tried to have a match with Ryback, didn't work out. I'm sure Wardlow can benefit. Yeah, so, I mean, uh, number five on that is Punk Wardlow. Number uh, six is Brit versus, and it's blank. So, we don't know who Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, is going up against. I guess it's just, you know, TBD, and they just didn't decide. Because right now, she doesn't seem to be really feuding with anybody that's like, okay, well, obviously, that's going to be the next person. There is I saw uh, Christian Cage versus Adam Cole. There's Those Christian. Are the only ones I could make out. 
But what's weird is it says Christian versus Cole CM. Maybe they're thinking about going with uh, Cole versus Punk. I don't know. The CM is kind of confusing because it's like you would think CM Punk, but he's got written down on there Punk Wardlow. And it, it is a little bit easier to just be like, oh, it's Punk against whatever and gets, okay, it's CM against whatever. So maybe CM stands for something else. Maybe it stands for cage match. Is it CM or is it like, I thought, see, that looks like a six to me, but it could be CM as in cage match. Oh, you know what? It could be, I don't, I don't know why this would be the thing, but it could be six MS. I read it as CM with a period, but if it's six MS, it could be six minutes because above that is Jade versus Thunder Rosa. And then in all caps short, and then something that can't be distinguished after that. Maybe that is something where it says four minutes. Yeah, that makes more sense to me. But then six minutes for Christian versus Cole seems kind of ridiculous. Yeah. So, I don't know. That's kind of it's kind of odd. But it does say Christian v. Cole something or other. Then there's a thing that says open. Tag title. Luches. PTM. Young Bucks. Jurassic. PTM. What is PTM? Private Party and Matt Hardy. Why would that be PTM? PT, Private, and Matt. I'm not working with a lot here, but I'm working. (laughs) I tried to figure out what PTM could stand for, and I couldn't decipher it at all. Um, Maybe it's not PTM. Maybe it's FTR. And maybe he's just got a weird handwriting. Yeah. By the way, I love that this is on loose leaf. Like he's a fucking 10 year old (laughs) doodling his dream card in class. Right. He's using his marble composition notebook. (laughs) See, professionals do this sort of thing. Oh, they do it. They do it even when you're applying for a marriage license. They use a marble (laughs) composition notebook to keep track of your stuff. (laughs) Found that out the other day. That's. Uh, so fucking funny. I wish I could go back in time and, and talk to 10 years ago, Tony starting to do his podcast and go, Hey, you're going to reach a point where you're just saying things. <laughs> Cause I, I remember being like, Oh, I shouldn't talk about my own personal life. And here I'm like, Oh, they use Marvel composition notebooks for your marriage license. <laughs> Whatever. Um, maybe it's FTR. That makes more sense than PTM. It looks like PTM though. Um, so, so I'm thinking it's like, okay, we're, we want to do something with Lucha Bros, probably FTR, the Young Bucks, Jurassic Express, in some fashion, those four tag teams, or maybe just two of those tag teams are fighting for the tag team championship, which makes sense because there are four of the top tag teams. Cool. I'm down for like FTR versus Lucha Bros, for instance. Why not? Then there's a thing that says Cody V Malachi or Andrade or Miro. Or maybe a straight tag. <laughs> That'd be weird. That I'm completely at. Like, I don't know how that works. 
Because there's no setup between like Cody versus Andrade. There's no Cody versus Miro. Well, you still have a month. That nah, full gear is uh wait, what is full gear? Full gear is the third oh yeah, yeah, we do technically have a month. Yeah. True. So you you can still build to a Cody Andrade, Cody Miro. Hmm. So if some of this works out the way that it is, some of this makes perfect sense. Uh, you bringing up the idea of uh, Brian versus Mox being the Eliminator Finals, that makes a lot of sense. Going with uh, Omega and Page, obviously that makes sense because Page won the title shot, so why the hell wouldn't it be anything else, you know? And you know what? First of all, we misspoke last week, and we said that the championship match coming out of the Eliminated Racket would be at full gear. But we learned last year that, no, the full gear World Side Eliminator will probably be a tradition going forward now. You know, like, they did it last year, they're doing it this year. It'll probably be a tradition. What I think is interesting, and what's great storytelling is, what was the finals of the full gear tournament last year? I don't remember. <laughs> Kenny versus Hangman. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Huh. That makes sense, then. Not, not bad. Good on you. You know, good on you, Tony. Now, we won't be doing full gear predictions and coverage the way that we normally would, just because I'm going to be, you know, out of the mix. But maybe you and Callum will record some kind of, uh, yeah. (laughs) Maybe you guys might end up doing some kind of predictions thing, depending on if I can actually edit it and, you know, whatever it might be. So I do want to toss out some predictions ahead of time just to to do them for the sake of doing them in case if anybody's interested. And there will be, I'll probably at some point, you know, find a time to log on to my computer and to update the website at the very least but uh i think that page wins the championship from omega i think that moxley beats brian and we at moxley versus page down the line now so last year this was winter is coming do you think they do winter is coming again totally i think brian I think Brian beats the shit out of Hangman. I've harped on every platform that I don't think Hangman will be champion for very long at all. Because he doesn't need to be. I think Brian beats the shit out of Hangman. And turns like heel or? Well, yeah, turns turns heel. It would suck because I want Brian and Punk versus the Bucks. But I think Brian could turn full heel. On page. Either that or Moxley well, wins. If the paper you was called full heel <laughs> instead of full gear, it'd be a different story. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that that's necessarily the case. Um, there is yeah. a chance that Omega retains over Page and Brian beats Omega, but I don't think that's happening either. I think Page wins. And I can see Moxley fighting Page so that Page has somebody that he can beat. And I could see Moxley turning heel more so than Brian. Yeah, I could see Moxley turning heel. But I also agree that Paige has been probably going to hold the title for like you know, some Paige year. Paige loses it right away. I think he's losing it by double or nothing. You figure double but, or nothing's probably well, re- what, Revolution March? Or no, May. May, right? Yeah, because Revolution should be in March. Or February. They did it in right. February before. 
So yeah, you to February, you to May. I think that by May, Page is dropping that championship. If he wins it, of course, and he might not even win it. But um, Inner Circle most likely beats American Top Team. MJF probably beats Darby Allen. CM Punk probably beats Wardlow. Yeah, I think Wardlow beats Punk. I'd be cool with it. Wardlow hasn't won anything yet, and Punk needs to lose. I'd be more than okay with Wardlow beating CM Punk. Especially if it's like, you know, MJF fucks him over or something. That'd be cool. And then we can get at Winter is Coming or whatever it is. We can get Sam Punk and Darby Allen teaming up against MJF and Wardlow. It's a match I'd be interested to see. And they've been wanting to do that. We got uh, whoever Britt Baker is up against. Clearly it doesn't matter because it's just who do we have her up against? So she'll beat whoever it is. I'm curious if uh, Jade Cargill and Thunder Rosa, if they have a match, like what is happening with this uh, written out card, if that has any kind of factors in with the TBS championship, because we know that that's supposed to be January 5th. I think it will. And I think that um, Jade will win because I still think TBS should stand for that bitch show. Not to be confused with that big show, Paul White. Well, it's Jade Cargill. Well, it's the big show. I think it's more so Cargill just gets a short squash. And it probably doesn't have anything to do with like the first round of the TBS championship tournament or anything. I don't remember when they said that's supposed to begin, but it's supposed to end on January 5th. So They haven't yet. They're going to tell us next Friday. Ah, okay. Uh, the Cole Cage thing, it's kind of up in the air. I don't know. The open tag title. I'm very curious about this idea of Cody versus black or Andrade or Miro or a straight tag. So that must just be him being like, and then question mark, you know, <laughs> that kind of deal. And then Cody should do something and these guys should do something, but we'll figure it out. Yeah. But like, so. this is a good way of we'll figure it out because he's literally writing it. He's literally trying to a month ahead of time. He's trying to figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine that planning things out, doing things. <laughs> Doing your job. Uh, I would look at this card and I would say, obviously, there's some people that are missing that I would try to incorporate on the card in some fashion. Like, you know, we don't see anything potentially from those people like, you know, Cody, Malachi, Andrade, Miro, unless it's like all of them against each other. You're missing a little bit of people, but no Dark Order, but that's okay. They don't need to be a part of everything. Um, No... Ricky Starks, no Brian Cage. So I don't know about what they might be up to, but that feud can't just keep continuing over and over again. Oh, well, it's over now, finally. Yeah. Orange Cassidy isn't a part of this. Uh, no Lance Archer. No. Uh, who else do we have that is missing from this? Honestly, everybody else, it's like, ah, that's okay if they're not on there. Like, nobody's going to go crazy if TH2 isn't on there or if. Uh, you know, Bobby Fish isn't wrestling Christopher Daniels. You know, it's just kind of. I think it's a pretty solid enough card. You can get some um, other people in there. Maybe like an Eddie Kingston is a little bit missing from it, but not too much. You can miss a pay per view. Not everybody needs to be a part of every card. Establish, hey, people need to be okay with missing out on the card. Yeah, so you get your big names in there. Obviously, they're pretty much covered. The only ones I would really miss out on are the ones that are in that Cody mix and the team test type people. Although I still think that Brian Cage should just, you know, leave and go to WWE, but (laughs) that's a different thing. Let's talk about Brian Cage for five seconds. 
because I'm beginning to feel real bad. Everybody is just like, meh. And I like I feel bad about it. Yeah, because he so should be a bigger point, deal. At one point, he was like, hey, Brian Cage is coming in from Impact. And remember, AEW, I'll say this, went from little engine that could to like, okay, we got a better lit TNA. So like, okay, they're just, they're right up top of WWE. They grew so fast. They went from little engine that could to little engine that did. Yeah, that's right. Here, they thought they, could, they actually did. Here's the topic that was a debate. This has nothing to do with anything except for the fact that we just talked about the little engine that could, and it reminded me of it. But this is something that uh, a friend of mine was asking a bunch of us about the other day, and we it sparked a little bit of a debate. How many chugga chuggas before the choo choo? So how many chugga chuggas? Not how many chuggas? Or or chuggas, I guess. Oh, eight. Yep, eight is the right answer that I said. Chugga, 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 choo choo. That's how it goes. Yep. We had a couple people that were like, "Oh, it's like four. We're like, "Ah, oh, it's six of them." It's like, no, you're wrong. It's eight. <laughs> Just it's eight. <laughs> well, anyway. well uh, it can be four if you're discounting the. Chugga chuggas. It's four. If it's a a, a a four like set. Yeah, that kind of thing. <laughs> Such a dumb thing. <laughs> but yeah, that was a whole debate uh the other day where it was like, you know, no, you gotta say it. and then it was like, Oh well what's your rhythm of the you know, that kind of thing and it's like Alright, well now we're in line to go see the Bond film. Let's <laughs> that kind of thing. <laughs> it's chugga 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 <laughs> if you disagree, drop a comment below. Keep the discussion going. Why not? If, you know, if you disagree, you're wrong. Somebody out there is like, it, there's three chuggas, and it's all called Jimmy's. And uh, <laughs> why don't you guys actually talk about wrestling? Why don't you guys talk about wrestling? I, I clicked on this for a wrestling show, and you're getting into uh, you know, the, we are that quintessential like. We're two guys, and our podcast is just a bunch of inside jokes for for two hours. You would think by listening to the hot tags that I've got some form of ADHD. <laughs> I promise you I don't, but it's just well, the hot tags come around, and it's like, all right, it's one thirty in the morning, and I've got plenty of other work I'm going to do, and let's, uh, let's debate the chugga-chuggas before the choo-choo and whatever. Um, anyway, plug time. Champs giving tournament. We got that going on right now. King of the Ring is happening. I could have done the transition with talking about the King of the Ring, but I decided not to. Right now, we are in the final round. Who is the best King of the Ring of all time? Especially because we haven't decided who the next King of the Ring is. Your options from what you've picked, Stone Cold Steve Austin or King Booker T. Vote you know while you can. Both of these piss me off. First who do you, who do you Austin- think it should have been? If you're just talking about who should be Owen Hart, it's Owen Hart, or if you want to go all the way back to just King of WWF, it's Randy Savage. No, I voted for Macho Man over Stone Cold for sure. The idea that Stone Cold Steve Austin is a good King of the Ring because he walked up to the podium and said, 
Austin 316 says, I just whipped your ass, is the biggest misconception of all time. We've talked before about how these tournaments tend to lean to people just voting on that they really like Stone Cold, and I think that the same thing's happening here. Well, because WWE does it too. They're like, Volcano well, Ring launched the career of Stone Cold. No! Austin was in the kickoff show the next month against Yokozuna, who was so fat that the ring broke. <laughs> like, no! He happened to win King of the Ring because Hunter was being punished, but he could have had any match and said, hey, get that piece of trash out of my ring. Austin 316 says, I just whipped your ass. And nothing to do with King of the Ring. King of the Ring elevated own heart. Booker T, I'd probably vote for here. Um, I wouldn't vote for anybody after Booker. Uh, I can tell you right now, my vote is going to Booker T over Stone Cold. And you got a couple days to vote on that. And I'm quite decided on how we are going to address the uh, breakdown of the Champsgiving tournament. Because currently right now, just the way that schedules are, it's going to be a little too crazy to just be like, oh, it's just, you know, do whatever. And we'll add this extra video. I'll do this extra podcast. Might be a dark cast. I don't know for sure. Kind of depends. I know that Crown Jewel is happening next week. So we need to do the predictions on a weird day. And then we're going to do the post-show on Thursday afternoon. So I don't know. Maybe we just address it during the hot tags for next week. That's probably what's going to happen instead of dedicating a whole video to the champs giving tournament. Cause I don't think that's going to get a whole lot of clicks to be honest. I don't think anybody really necessarily is going to be like, I want to know what these guys have to say for who they voted for instead of that. We'll talk about it in some fashion, whether it is the dark cast or it's hot tags or something that we record on the side, but vote well, while you can. You, and I would tell you a topic that definitely needs more precise scheduling and cannot go without being addressed is the topic of your family jewels. And you need to address that (laughs) by using our sponsor, Manscaped. Am I right, Tony? You are very much right. If you go to manscaped.com slash smark, you can use our uh, sponsorship that's going on right now and you can get yourself 20% off and have free shipping on the different products that they have over there. New products coming up soon that I can't quite spoil exactly what they are because they haven't announced them yet, but they seem like they are going to be pretty interesting. We're going to be getting them soon. So we're going to be able to try them and we're going to be able to tell you how great they are. Just like we've told you in the past about how the different products that we have tried before are great. Like the lawnmower 4.0, which is just consistently the best trimmer with that, like hands down. And I'm not hands down in the sense that, you know, you, you put your hands down and that's how you use it or something like that. Well, I mean, I guess you technically do. I mean, you're not putting your hands all up in the air, not uh, wave your uh, arms around like you just don't care kind of a thing. But the... Whoop, there it is. <laughs> that comes back to the whoop, there it is thing. There you go. Or maybe it's the woot, there it is. We still quite didn't decide on how that plays out. But, uh, you know, that... I was watching Spare Series 93 the other night. A lot of whoop, there it is. So in the fall of 93, people were just like, ah, this is the phrase. Whoop, there it is. (laughs) So, I mean, that stuff is great. Uh, Yeah, the whoop, there it is is great and everything like that. But the Manscaped stuff that we were talking about before, you know, that stuff to to keep your eye on about the, uh, you know, we talked about the the Weed Whacker all the time, the best nose trimmer at all. I used that again literally last night and it's just, you're done it's no issues whatsoever 
you are going to feel so good when you use Manscaped products. Skin safe technology. You have a light inside the power button that will let you know in case you feel like shaving in the dark. If that's your thing, yeah. I know it would be. But like, if you feel that way, you've got a light that lets you know how close you're getting. Everything works out. You got a great nose hair trimmer. You've got great foot deodorants and ball washes and body washes. Because why wouldn't you? And you know what you're going to say when it's all said and done? More importantly, do you know what she's going to say? Or he? <laughs> what have you got all said and done? What might that be, Tony? Well, for right now, I don't know where you're heading. You might be heading in a different direction. <laughs> what am I going for, Tony? I just said, I don't know. Where, where are you heading on this one? Damn it, Tony. It's a whoop. There it is. Oh, okay. How are you going to feel? Well, you could have been going with whoop. There it is. We didn't, you know. <laughs> yeah, that's true. We didn't establish it. But the point is, you're going to feel really good. And you're going to feel so good that you're going to say, doesn't matter that I'm using slang from 1993. I'm cool <laughs> because I use Manscaped and I take care of my family jewels by using our URL, manscaped.com slash smart. Now, I have not had a chance to check out their body wash yet, but that is available for purchase. And just another thing, to, if, you know, if you're the type of person who's concerned about these sort of things, they specifically classify this as cruelty-free, dye-free, and vegan on top of that. So if that's something that is bothering you about the way that some of these things, these, you don't know what the different chemicals are in this kind of stuff, they've got, uh, it's infused with aloe vera and sea salt. So, you know, so the ingredients that goes along with that. I'm probably going to be trying that out pretty soon. And I'll, you know, give you the thumbs up and all the other things when it comes to that too. Um, but yeah, we're going to try out some more products in the next uh, couple of weeks and stuff. And I'm going to be using as many of these products as I can heading into my honeymoon in Brazil. Uh, I do not plan on wearing a Speedo in any fashion, but I can tell you what, oh, if I man. were to be doing that, I would be making sure that I was all trimmed up nice with the products that are over there on Manscaped. I would make sure I'd have oh. that ball deodorant and everything going on too. <laughs> forgot Tony it's called a Brazilian wax this needs to happen before you go to Brazil live your best life nobody there is gonna know who you are just run around the speedo all day yeah I uh very early in my relationship with Caroline told her there is no Brazilian wax in my future <laughs> but I have no problem using the lawnmower 4.0 and you shouldn't either so go to manscaped.com slash smark check them out Use the uh, URL, get your 20% off, and get your free shipping, and drop a comment and tell us what you get. I'm curious to know, if you are ordering something, maybe you're picking up the shears, or maybe you're picking up the uh, the foot deodorant or whatever it might be, I want to know. Drop a comment. Tell us what you think. So anyway, moving on from that, uh, let's get into some TV talk about some of these topics that we've got going on here from Monday Night Raw and so on and so forth. Monday Night Raw, we got some King of the Ring quarterfinals, and we're going to kind of lump some different King of the Ring stuff together. Uh, I think, if anything, we should probably just wait until we talk about SmackDown and talk about the end of how this King of the Ring and Queen's Crown stuff sorted out. But uh, we got the breakup of Mansoor and Mustafa Ali. Because Mansoor needs to go home and shine in front of the Saudi Arabian crowd. Oh, that one. <laughs> And I like Monster. Actually, uh, we were initially thinking maybe they'll win the belts. But then, like, we can't have nice things. So why would they? Uh, it wouldn't make much sense for them to beat RK, bro. 
but maybe they could have been. What do you? What do you? He beat Cesaro. Yeah, but I mean, baby faces against baby faces. Well, no, but the Mansoor is uber baby face. At least in Saudi. Yeah, that's all that matters. But I figured he would end up fighting Mustafa Ali. It just made sense. So he's going to beat uh, Mustafa Ali. We'll talk about that on the predictions, but it's it's going to happen. I mean, do you believe him when he says he cut his hair because his dad saw Mustafa Ali and thought, "Why didn't Mansoor tell me he was on Raw?" <laughs> I didn't hear about that. <laughs> That's great. Um. <laughs> Let's see, Omas beat Riddle. Riddle was doing a whole thing where he was, you know, like trying to stall for time and whatever. Uh, kind of felt like that was maybe what the writing team was doing in some scenarios this week. Austin Theory beat Jeff Hardy, and apparently some people were pissed about that, which here's my conundrum with that. You can't win with these people. That This is when WWE is absolutely right. Yeah, because Karrion Cross lost his debut match and everybody like us were like, what the hell? Why did you have him lose? Austin theory beats Jeff Hardy and people are like, Oh, what the hell? Why does he win? Cause he's the guy getting the push. That's why it's Jeff Hardy. He can lose. My God. Austin theory won the match by being a bit of a heel. It's okay for him to beat Jeff Hardy. It's his first match on raw. Technically with this whole reboot kind of idea where they don't want you to remember that he would, been that's about our, the whole pandemic thing. He should have won that match. That was the right call to make. WWE's right here. At least in my yeah, opinion. That's not something we say often. <laughs> we had a weird thing with Becky and Charlotte against Sasha and Bianca that was like, the match doesn't want to start, then they start it, then it's a double DQ, and it's kind of a mess. Ended up writing up an article this week of uh, how the women's division seems to be just dying because... Uh, that match plus the other matches that ended up being like the entrances again were longer than anything else. And do you uh, remember when Justin Roberts used to be like, This is a Divas match? This is a Divas match, yeah. <laughs> That's how I feel it was every week. Was a match. <laughs> That's how I feel every week with these matches when they're like two minutes long. Oh, this is a Divas match. <laughs> And we got the King of the Ring and Queen's Crown stuff, which we'll address later on. The Usos beat Biggie and Drew McIntyre just to set up that whole, you know, oh, Wasn't that Bobby man. Lashley? Because according to WWE on Fox. Yeah, I forgot about that. <laughs> <laughs> it was uh, what, Biggie and Bobby Lashley? Uh, yeah. They, they mix up Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley. It's just like, yeah, they look alike. <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, long-haired Scotsman. That's, that's, that's a black former MMA fighter. Yeah, you know, I mean, I can understand mixing those up more than uh, Mansoor and Mustafa Ali, right? <laughs> that, that makes me feel so much better about faux pas that I have. Like uh, shots of Noxie. <laughs> like, yeah, like, you're a company. Even if you're just a social media guy, you're representing both WWE and Fox. And you drop that ball. So I don't feel as bad. You know who probably made up that uh, that graphic? Brandon Wilson. I was gonna say it was probably that woman that had said, "I just got hired by WWE, and I don't know who their champion is." It's like Billy Lashley or something. That I want to interview her. <laughs> I I would be because look, people can be assholes, and I'd be so kind. I just want to be like, what What were you thinking? <laughs> like, like what? Like. 
you had to know. Like, you can't just say, hey, I just got this job, and I have no clue what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> like, Imagine getting hired by, like, a Lockheed Martin, and it ends up being like, hey, so I just got this job here. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know. My passcodes are, like, 685-something or other. I'm watching this, you know experimental aircraft they call it like the the b-15 bomber or whatever I don't know. you'll find out about it eventually like one of those kind of deals or something i hope i get to interview her one day because she really does seem like a sweetheart and i just what a terrible mistake <laughs> now i have to admit with nxt i was not able to really watch the show fully i was bouncing around having a bunch of other stuff going on at the time so i watched the show but i didn't watch the show you know what i mean even the right. uh the coverage that i did was like very spotty i'm noticing right now that i i have in andre chase university and i forgot to add the rest of it uh because that was You're a terrible sc- person You're that was a scenario where yes. brandon i think was the guy's name if I'm remembering correctly, I wrote down the name under my list of, you know, keeping track of all the extra characters for the year. Think that it was Brandon. Let me double check about that. Brandon and uh, Andre Chase University. Maybe that was Brandon Wilson for all I know. Uh, a student named Brandon upset Andre Chase when talking about Odyssey Jones and how Chase cheated so he could lose to LA Knight. There you go. That was one of the segments. Uh, <laughs> Tommaso Ciampa beat Joe Gacy. So we know that Joe Gacy Bro. is not in the match against Braun Breaker. What is this gimmick they're doing? Harlan. Yeah, what? You know what it is? It's uh, Black Widow calming down the Hulk at Avengers Age of Ultron. Why? Because they saw the movie and they were like, wouldn't that be kind of fun if we did that? It's got to be that. It has to be. For better or worse, this Parker guy with the shaved head, he's not giving me Brock Lesnar vibes anymore. <laughs> but he is giving me a ton of Lars Sullivan vibes. Oh, that's not good. <laughs> that's not good. <laughs> hey, Parker, if you're listening to this, uh, if you message someone on Instagram and they're not biting... Leave it at B. <laughs> well, no, no. The Joe Gacy will just stroke his cheek, gently, like cheek. What? He said, <laughs> "Yeah, what? A, yes, <laughs> cheek. The one, the one on his face." <laughs> uh, like it's like, what was that? It's got to be the Black Widow and Hulk thing. You know, the um, sun's getting real low. Yeah. She does it with his fingers and uh, with her fingers and his hands. And it's like, all right, they're going to do that with that. And, you know, it'll calm down the big hulking brute kind of deal. Except it does the opposite. Well, no, it calms it them turns, down. Well, it turned the big hulking brute on the other person instead of, like, onto Gacy. What is the gimmick there? He is... Like, psycho-angry... Uh, Right, because like, but it doesn't it give off the weird energy of like, I'm Joe Gacy and this is a safe space. Here's my big hulking incel friend. <laughs> Why is he an incel now? <laughs> I don't. I don't know. 
<laughs> There's nothing at all that indicates he's serious. Because like, why? Why is he so angry? Like, what? What, what happened here? Why is he gently needing to be caressed? We're gonna find what, out what the backstory he... of why he's so angry. Is he's just kind of like it is just Jimmy's? <laughs> what is that? Like, he's like it, I say, chugga chugga choo choo. Like that was the that was the vibe I got. You wanna know why I said he was an incel? I don't know. That's the vibe I got from his interaction with Joe Gacy. Like, I got Festus make, without the bell. They're making fun of modern culture, though. Safe space. Uh, my big hulking friend just needs some love. Like, what? what's happening here? Well, one thing that's not happening is Joe Gacy's not winning that championship. So, yeah. Well, it needs to go to Steiner. I haven't watched a lot of NXT 2.0, but two acts that I really enjoy, Mandy Rose, Toxic Attraction, and Bronson Reed. No, Bronson... uh, Ron Breaker. Steiner. He's a fucking (laughs) Steiner kid, okay? Like, call him that. Like, Ron Breaker is... A star. I know I forgot his name for five seconds. That's their fault for giving him a stupid name because I wanted to call him Steiner. But like, he's so good. He looks like a wrestler. He moves like a wrestler. He walks, talks, acts like a professional wrestler. He's so good. I'm imagining a resume right now where it's just bullet point list of like things I do like a wrestler. <laughs> walk, talk, Look, eat. Walk, t- so, <laughs> dance, you know. No, but, uh, we want him to avoid the dancing. Until we get to the point where he's, you know, Brodus claying it up and, you know, Funk is on a roll. Some other matches we got, though. Uh, Samoan Ghost, Zion Quinn beat Malik Blade. Ivy Nile from Diamond Mine beat Valentina Varoche. Julius Creed beat Ikemen Jiro. I don't remember where in this, um, but they did a promo for Solo Sokoa, I think is what it was. Yes. That is one of the names they trademarked. That is another Uso brother. He's Jimmy and Jay's brother. What's his name? It's, uh, it's Jimmy J and it's what? It's, uh, John? It's, no, it's Sifa. That's just like, He's, his name's Sifa? His name's Sifa Fatu. Huh. No. Yeah, I mean, the likelihood that they would have gone with that anyway to, to begin with is, you know... Not what's happening. Well, you could have just been Jimmy J and, you know, you could find another J name. Because, I mean, it's John and... uh, John and Josh. John and Josh, yeah. So you can't use John and Josh. So you you take out John, Josh, Jimmy, J. What other J names are there? Uh, See, like, there's Jake, but that's too much of a white name. Like, sorry, there's no, like, I'm Jake Uso. Like, that'd be weird. You know, uh, there's, let's see, boy names to start with J. We've got James, Jacob, Jackson, uh, Julian, Jaden, Josiah. I can go with like a Julian, Julian Uso or Jaden Uso. There's Jordan. Let's see Jordan, Jordan Uso. Uso. Um, yeah. Jason, Jasper, <laughs> Jasper Uso. <laughs> Uh, Juan, no, Justin, um, Justin Uso, I like it. Jesse, Jesse Uso, Jeremy, Jax, Javier, Jet, Jorge, Journey. Okay, 
Uh, Jensen, we already have a Brooks Jensen. Can't do that. Joaquin. I like the idea of a Jet Uso. Like, Jay, like he's just Jet. He's Jet Uso. It was Jeffrey. Jeff Jeff. Russo, (laughs) Jameson, uh, Jamie, you know, uh, I don't know. Maybe he's Jumanji, J name. No, but I I like the uh, the Sawasakoma thing. And if he can carve a niche, he's set for life. Jerome. Jerome Russo. Kind of like the idea of Jules. Yeah, I like that. Jules Uso. I can see that. Well, he's solo Sako. It doesn't matter anyway. But um, he might be debuting at Halloween Havoc. There's another teased debut for Halloween Havoc. Which is kind of confusing. It's uh, Some people are going straight to, oh, that's Elias. Oh, uh, it should be. The last time that they did something like this, I was thinking that it was Bo Dallas and it turned out to be Ember Moon. So... I'm not bothering to guess at this point. I'd be alright with being uh, Elias. But didn't that person... Like, wasn't there like a specific weapon shown? But now I'm blanking on it. Yeah, I guess it wouldn't stop anything, but I don't think it'll be Elias. I'm not thinking Elias either. I think that it's just kind of strange if they were to put him back on the... Um... NXT roster, but they might. I mean, yeah, for all we know, they did it with uh, Mandy Rose, they did it with Ember Moon, they could do it with other people too. So, Kyle Riley and Von Wagner beat Pete Dunn and Rich Holland. They did the Andre Chase thing. Tony D'Angelo abducted a producer and threw him in the back of a trunk of a car. That was, that was not the only abduction on Tuesday night. Uh, Duke Hudson beat Grayson Waller. Oh, they did a little thing. Uh, I mean, where is it on here? It's a, It happened a little bit after the Grayson Waller match, but. Cameron Grimes was backstage and he saw that Grayson Waller was, uh, you know, basically like, uh, how'd you pull that really attractive, uh, woman who was an indie wrestler. I'm blanking on her name. Um, but she's not a part of the roster right now, as far as I'm aware. And he had basically said, you know, shave your chest, trim your beard, clean up a bit, do some dating apps. And now there's a report going around that they might change up Cameron Grimes's look. He might actually, you know, so mad. shave that all off and whatever. I would be so mad. That's the whole point of the look. Depending on what they would go with, I don't know. I, I'd have to see it, and then once you'd see it, you can't go back. You'd have to wait, obviously, because hair doesn't grow back in two seconds. But maybe. There's a difference. Sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. Like, think of the difference between Wade Barrett without the beard. He's huge. Wade Barrett with the beard, much better. One, I think of Bad News Barrett. One, I think of Nexus. And I have all the potential in the world, but it won't get lived up to. Because that Wade Barrett's the one that has the rose, and he he doesn't wear the coat properly and that kind of deal. And then you look at somebody like a Josh Briggs, and you go, okay, Briggs looked like a bigger star when he was in Evolve, where he had long hair, and now he is big old country boy. And, you know, he's wrestling on 205 Alive. Yeah, it's super weird. So, I mean, maybe it works out for Cameron Grimes. Maybe it doesn't. I don't think I've ever seen a picture of him without this kind of vibe. Yeah, I think I've only ever seen him with this vibe. Uh, what was his name before in uh, Trevor Lee? Trevor Lee. Yeah, 
Trevor Lee. Yeah. Trevor Lee wrestler. Let's see if there's any pictures of him from like some indie days before he had had all this going on. There's some pictures of him where his hair is tied back and where he's got shorter hair and a beard. He looks a little bit weird with the, uh, this can't be him. Wait, is this him? I'm going to send you a picture on Skype. I don't think this is him. If, if this is him, this is kind of, uh, kind of like, wait, what? Because this does not look like the guy that I'm thinking of. But, it, I mean, it's labeled uh, Trevor Lee on some other things. No, he's got two A's on his tights. So, I don't know who that would be then. Yeah. <laughs> so, I don't know. That picture's used on some something here. But, uh... I don't know. Maybe, maybe it works out. Maybe it doesn't. We'll have to see. We got that going on though. Um, we got some Indy Hartwell stuff here. She and Persia beat Saray and Amari Miller. Saray just fallen by the wayside, isn't she? That so sucks. But yeah, it does appear that way. And we're going to get a triple threat for the tag team titles. It's going to be Toxic Attraction versus Indy and Persia versus obviously Zoe Stark and you sure I can the champions? Now they have to lose the belts. They absolutely have to. And I'm sick of this. This whole do the match, wait a couple weeks, do the rematch, and then that's when it happens. So we just milk it twice. They're doing that a lot this past year and a half. Gotta stretch it out, baby. They don't need to. Not everything has to be stretch Armstrong. Uh, Imperium going after the NXT tag team titles, same deal. They already had a match, but it seems like, well, now they'll probably beat MSK. Should have just won it before, or better yet, shouldn't have done the match before and waited until you wanted to actually pull the trigger. Yeah, because there's no reason to give them that extra win other than to swerve the people. But we'll see what happens here. Well, speaking of swerve, not only did Isaiah swerve Scott retain his championship for a swerve but right after that lost the championship and the new North American champion is Carmelo Hayes because the NXT breakout title shot is under money in the bank rules I like it I thought it was great I was like you know what they did a whole cool setup where Santos Escobar had abducted Hit Row which is like yeah we know that he does that (laughs) He literally did it with Joaquin Wilde and uh, Royal Mendoza, and he tried to do it with... Um, who was the other one he tried to do it with? Um, he got Mendoza. He got Mendoza. He got Joaquin Wilde. There's somebody else he wanted to do that with, didn't he? It, he or no, uh, I'm they, thinking of they, when, no, they, they, when they tried to, to abduct him. him. That's what it was, yeah, which is yeah. great. Hey, you can't abduct me. I'm the one abducting people. <laughs> I can't abduct me. Or can I? (laughs) But once again, the NXT parking lot proves to be the most dangerous place to be in the world of wrestling. Yeah, if you really want to have a match that like settles the score, like Edge should not challenge Seth Rollins to a Hell in a Cell match. That happens every year. You want to challenge him to a match in the parking lot of NXT, then you know that shit's going to go down. Sometimes there's cars there. Sometimes you lose your career right after that. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. No (laughs) fooling. Sometimes you get abducted by zombies in that damn parking lot. Michael P.S. Hayes did it. Yeah. Then, then sometimes you strike it rich on Bitcoin right after. True. So Hayes is the new North American champion. I think that's pretty cool. 
I liked that swerve. I thought that that was a good way of doing that. Because I was just, just like, all right, well, Escobar wins the championship. I pre-wrote it out. I'm like, all right, he wins the championship. It was inevitable. And he retains. And I'm like, okay, damn. I literally talked about the idea of wouldn't it be interesting if it's a swerve and he retains and then we figure out what they're going to do afterward. And then it happens. Thumbs up. I like that. Good things are good. So then we got uh, some NXT UK stuff. This one is just sort of, you know, we talked about spoilers before. They're up on there. We know how this all plays out. Nothing really big going on for this week. Yeah. I'd, sometimes you don't have much more to say, you know? I'm so talking about show. for 205 Live. I don't still yeah, don't the even know the name. Champion wrestled. Yeah, he wrestled a guy who's uh, like 400 pounds on 205 Live. Yeah, right. Uh, I did not watch all of AEW Rampage because they had that overrun with SmackDown. I did. Brian beat Suzuki in a great match. Um, Punk beat Seidel in a really fun match. Ruby Soho won via backslide against the bunny. Taz sang the music really stupidly, but I love it. So it's all good. And uh, American Top Team beat the Inner Circle when Jorge Masvidal once again hit Chris Jericho with his knee, allowing Scorpio to pin him. So let's talk about SmackDown and go back in time and kind of recap some of the other things that we talked about with the tournaments here. SmackDown, and I'll be writing up an article about this, uh, I feel like for a two and a half hour show, they really only needed an hour. And there was a couple good things on there. We've got two Particularly, uh, you know, three pretty damn good matches. But then we got a lot of filler as well. I feel like oh, there's a sneeze coming on, but it just doesn't want to come out. So in the middle of this, I might end up just being like, ah, you know. Um, they filled a lot of time with, you know, Edge cuts another promo on Seth Rollins, who cuts another promo in retort to Edge. Uh, I counted, as far as, uh, like, promo-type segments goes, there was... A series of quick insert kind of things, like Zelina Vega talking to Carmella, Becky Lynch, Sasha Banks. But there was the Edge promo, the Rollins promo, a Brock recap, a contract signing, the Hit Row vignette, the Sheamus video package, the Happy Talk segment, and the Charlotte Fire video package. Extra half hours, pretty much. Can we cram a couple more of these uh, promo things in there? Lots of filler. But we did get the continuation of the king of the ring tournament and the queen's uh, queen's crown semifinals and everything so at this point now we know that the tournaments are balancing out this way it's going to be finn balor who beat Sami Zayn against either xavier woods or jinder mahal yep and it could go in any of those three directions because we've said it before xavier woods he's been talking about this for years He's the sentimental favorite. He's who I want to win. But WWE doesn't like to give you good things. So the likelihood that Jinder Mahal ends up beating him is really high up there. And then if that's the case, then Jinder could beat Finn Balor. But I would lean more towards Finn Balor in that scenario. And I still think that Jinder Mahal, even if he loses, Finn Balor could beat Xavier Woods. All three of them have a chance to win and even though my favorite to win would be Xavier Woods, he's the one that I think has the least likely chance to win. Right. I would agree with that. 
I would say that poor Xavier, don't tell them unless you're looking forward to something. And yeah, that's pretty much it. On the Queen's Crown side of things, that is playing out in a way where Zelina Vega had beaten Carmella because Liv Morgan distracted Carmella. How long has this Liv Morgan and Carmella feud been going on? Um, at least three months now. Feels like it. At least three months. And it should have ended in Extreme Rules. In an Extreme Rules match of some sort. Yep. But it's continuing. So, and uh, Vega is going to face the winner of either Dewdrop or Shayna Baszler because Baszler wrecked uh, Dana Brooke and Dewdrop beat Natalia. They went against the whole Queen of Hearts thing. I was hoping that that would have been how they did it. So I'm under the assumption now that this is going to be Zelina Vega against Shayna Baszler and that Baszler is going to beat the living shit out of Zelina Vega. Yeah. At this point, and I had said for weeks on end, even before, like when we had heard the crown, the Queen's crown was starting, I was like, all right, Carmella's my pick. They fucked me there. So while I think everyone thinks it's going to be the Queen of Spades, I think this is what you're finally going to do to give Vegas something nice. Zelina Vega. Now, you think she actually beats Shayna, or do you think that Dude Drop beats Shayna? Dude Drop beats Shayna. Hmm. Well, I mean, if Dude Drop's doing the little finger dance thing on the way to the ring to. Uh, well, Carmel, I mean, uh, Naomi could help her. With the little finger dance thing? Make it all glow in the dark? <laughs> yes, but also just like help her beat Baszler. Oh, yeah. I mean, you could do some kind of uh, schmaz sort of ending because. They did a thing this week where the match that was supposed to happen between Sonya Deville and Naomi ended up being Sonya Deville and Shayna against Naomi, which I thought was actually pretty neat. You know, it's a good way to get some heel heat on Deville and everything. Reminds everybody about Shayna Baszler. Gets Naomi a reason to lose because it's a handicap match. I like it yep. overall. I like it too because it says they're going to do something with them. Uh, you would assume going forward, Baszler versus Naomi is some kind of a feud that We'll get at least one match or two. Yeah, they can play out on house shows and shit. We had a Happy Talk segment that existed for no reason because they told some jokes and then Rick Boogs and Shinsuke Nakamura came out to interrupt and then the Street Profits came out to lead into their match. So it literally was killing time. Yeah, and that's... You shouldn't do that on your biggest show of the week, but here we are. Big fan of the street fight, though. Usos against uh, Street Profits, Usos retain. Hey, remember when I pitched a similar match for Extreme Rules? <laughs> would have been great if they would add like a ladder match or something, right? Yeah. I mean, you put two of the best tag teams in the match, you tell them to go ahead and do it. Good things are good. Good things are good, yeah. They did a little reference to the Dudley Boys with the Get the Tables thing. Tez jumping over the ring post just like it's fucking nothing. Like that guy can jump out of the ring over this leaping thing better than I can adjust myself in my chair. It's insane. It's absolutely insane when you really think about it. But Tez is great, man. More power to him. 
Tasha Banks beat Becky Lynch with a little bit of help from Bianca Belair. Good match. Good. You don't think it's a great match. I I think it was a fantastic match because, you know, Sasha and Becky. And again, like we just said, good things are good. Sasha's great. Becky's great. Is it overdone? Of course it is. But it's WWE, so what do you expect? As far as it's WWE, so what do you expect? The last, like, 20 minutes of this was Roman Reigns coming out, Brock Lesnar coming out, and the contract signing, because, of course, you have to have contract signings because you're obsessed with that was basically a one-sentence segment, which was, I've already looked at the contract with my advocate, Paul Heyman. And then Roman Reigns goes, Ooh, you Paul. <laughs> and then and they that's the end of SmackDown, which I was just like, ah, oh, man, they didn't even do anything. Like, it's just... I've enjoyed Mountain, Mountain Guy Lesnar. Mountain Guy Lesnar is my favorite Brock Lesnar. He's just sort of happy. It's like punk in a way. Just sort of happy to be there. Like, I enjoy Mountain Lesnar. And why is Roman Reigns so untrusting of Paul Heyman? Like, d- d- Brock could just be bullshitting and you're just falling for it. Be smarter, Roman. And ultimately, like, Paul Heyman can't beat you in the match. Right. So If you can be Brock, then you can be Brock. Which he has, but Obviously, not as many times as Brock has beaten him because WWE needed to milk the living hell out of that feud for like 19 They years. didn't even know what they were milking. They are just like, we have to milk it. Then it turns out they're like, ah, almond milk. <laughs> I wanted soy. Yeah, both terrible. Regular we'll go milk. Awful. Go milk. Go, go milk? Yeah, milk is great. <laughs> just like, uh, you know, the cheerleading section for milk right now. It's just like a, like when Ralph, go orange, go apple, <laughs> go banana. Well, maybe it turns out that WWE gets milk with vitamin R. <laughs> <laughs> I've been drinking my milk. <laughs> uh, had to add some Simpsons things here, uh, somewhere in here. So that's the hot tags. Yeah, not a crazy week. No. But anyway, drop a comment below. Tell us your thoughts on these things and anything else you want to chime in about. Tell us your favorite Malk story. I don't know. And uh, we will continue on with the rest of the other things that we've got going on, at least as far as this plan with the plans are just sort of crazy. Uh, I mean, I, I plan out as much as I possibly can. And I am to a point where it's like, all right, well, let me plan to consolidate my five to do lists into one to do list about to do lists. And my to do list has sections of combined to do lists and everything. But at least for the current idea of how some of these things are going to go over the next couple of weeks, the next main event that we're going to have is the predictions set for Crown Jewel. Predictions and, the, and review because back to back. Pretty much. Yeah. We're either going to record the predictions on Tuesday. Or actually, we might Maybe do them on Monday, Monday night. night. Yeah, it might be Monday night. It might be Tuesday. It might be Tuesday night. It might be Wednesday. It might be Wednesday night. It's certainly not going to be Thursday because Thursday is Crown Jewel. And then we'll do the we'll post do it show Thursday morning. What are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, do it right after. We'll be like, all right, our predictions are whatever. And now that you're listening to this, Crown Jewel is just about to begin. You know, but uh, you know, we're going to be doing the pay per view coverage stuff for that. 
do another round of the hot tags, which most likely will at least include in some fashion the champs giving results, and then whatever else, of course, happens. Then we are on the week that is the 10-year anniversary of Smack Talk. Miranda, I have so much gray hair. And that, the current plan... Totally why. Is to, uh, yeah, it's the only one. Uh, that is the week of the wedding. So that is going to be the last thing I'm going to be recording for a little bit. It's going to be a live episode. I don't know what day we're going to do it because the wedding stuff has been insane to try to figure out. So I don't know exactly when that's going to be good, but I am leaning more towards it's going to be that Tuesday or Wednesday or so because it's just going to be too difficult to do some things a little bit closer to the end of the week. And that is going to be a combination of the quarter for mailbag with whatever else we decide to talk about. Somebody had pitched a state of the wrestling union address, which if we can figure out a way to do that, then maybe we do something like that. Um, I'm going to try to get some people to pop in. I don't know if they're going to be able to cause timings and everything, but you know, maybe if I can get somebody like a, like days or drew or whatever, you know, some of these uh, guys who haven't been there for a little while, maybe they, if they can come in and be like, you know, oh, man, 10 years, that's crazy. But we also have been recording some of these mock draft of all time type things and the ultimate roster of all time for WWE. We haven't finished the series for that yet. We're hopefully trying to record the last part of that tomorrow. And, you know, if we do get a chance to record that, like we should, I mean, that's the game plan, obviously. But when that is recorded and when that's scheduled, you'll see that up on the list and you can be able to click the reminder button just the same as you do for the other ones to know when those get posted because they're going to be on different times. It's not like it's like, all right, Wednesday is when that goes up and then the other things on Friday because there's multiple episodes. So that's happening there. Rob and Callum will possibly be recording some other stuff in the meantime, maybe taking care of the hot tags, maybe. Yeah, these, these will be like in the middle of the day and maybe more coherent. No, I'm sure they will be because. <laughs> Callum will keep my ass in check. So maybe these guys will do some kind of full gear predictions. I wouldn't ever expect them to do like a full gear post show type of a thing or whatever, especially because they don't have access to do the whole like, you know, crazy editing things that I got going on or whatever. But, you know, maybe there's some kind of content like that. Maybe I'm able to record something. I'm not going to bring my microphone with me, but maybe I'll maybe record something just on my phone and upload it as like a YouTube short. I don't know. I haven't figured it out yet. And then we get into Survivor Series, and the predictions for that probably is not going to be a podcast unless it's just for those two guys. I don't know about coming back and doing the post-show for Survivor Series, but that's yes, the you game will. plan. It, you, you certainly will. I will have... <coughs> Choking. <coughs> Great. I was going to make a joke about having gone through withdrawals, but uh, instead <laughs> I'll just choke. <coughs> The idea behind it made you immediately start going, oh, no, I can't handle it. You know? Yeah, there you go. Like, I just started choking thinking about the <laughs> lack of recording with Tony. <laughs> uh, and then we start getting into the end of, you know, the absolute end of November. And then the next thing you know, we're heading into that December break of like, what do we do? Because we're getting t- into the, you know, AEW and WWE end of the year awards and whatnot. And then we get day one. And then... Dude, I can't believe it was a year ago almost with the way that you rushed that. Though we started all the Bond stuff and all the. It's been a wild year. It's been, uh, to say the least, <laughs> a wild year. So that's what's coming up over the course of the next few weeks that we know of. Things can change. The card is subject to change, so the podcast is subject to change. 
plenty of stuff on smartcomemo.com to check in the meantime. There are things on fanboysanonymous.com as well if you want to check that out. I'm going to try to write up some, like, just write up some content for fanboys. I started writing up an article about uh, changes that they should make to Pokemon Home when I couldn't sleep earlier. Just like, here's five suggestions that they could change to Pokemon Home. And I want to get into some more, you know, fantasy kind of fanboy stuff. You know, I we're not going to have the time to do anything too, like, too crazy anytime soon. Like the, for instance, like the Mount Rushmore of Spider-Man villains, but I definitely want to do that as soon as I possibly can. There are some well, movies maybe, coming out. Maybe for, uh, as I call it, No Way Home. Is it No Way Home? Spider-Man No Way Home comes out in December. So here's another thing, too. I don't know how I'm going to check out some of the movies that are coming out soon. I know that like Eternals comes out November 4th, and I don't know if I'm going to get a chance to see it then. You'll just check it out later. You'll you'll spread. I might. I don't know. Uh, I want to check it out on the 4th, and that's my game plan. But, I mean, that's right before I leave, so I don't know. (laughs) But Ghostbusters is going to be when I'm away. So I'll have to wait to do Ghostbusters. I wanted to check out uh, Red Notice on Netflix. That's coming in November. That's the, the Rock, Rock movie. Isn't that one. We'll watch that one. Yeah. So I mean, that we'll have to wait a little bit, but I'm hoping to do a fan tracks for that one. Top Gun Maverick comes out at some point. I don't even know. House of Gucci, uh, the Hawkeye series is coming out. Oh, that's uh, Christmas though. There's a uh, Nightmare Alley. I don't even know what that is. I wrote that down. I don't remember what Nightmare Alley is. And there's hmm. Spider-Man is like December 17th. I think the King's Man comes out around December. Or so Matrix Oof. 4 comes out. Uh, you know, there's going to be some interesting things. So if you do like that kind of content, head on over to fanboysanonymous.com and then, uh, you know, check out things like we just did the Injustice fan tracks. Watch the movie along with us, you know. You can't respond to our jokes and us respond to you, but, you know, you can kind of... You will, you will see me go from... You'll see a very hard shift yeah. if you watch that movie with us. And I do really, really want to do a live fan tracks. I think that that would be a lot more fun if we can settle on something where God knows when with everything that's going on. But one idea that I had, if I can do it, was I was thinking, and this is this is very baseline I don't have any idea if this could happen, but I was thinking about maybe doing a movie marathon around Christmas and maybe having some kind of a live stream of just, Hey, let's do a fan tracks of both home alone movies or something, you know, just kind of, if anybody wants to pop in and it's like, all right, that's the time code flip to that part of the movie, you know, like that kind of deal. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe I'm putting too much on myself. (laughs) Maybe. I am. Well, that's uh, part you just are. Yeah. But we'll like, figure it all out. It will be a good time, no matter what. You you need to actually celebrate the fact that you're getting married. So do that first. Movies can wait. But I do love movies. So <laughs> I mean, you we know. all love movies. So movie stuff coming in the future. Wrestling stuff coming in the future. As long oh, as you're following yeah. us, you know, all over the place, then you can yeah. see whatever is happening on Smart Cat Moment and Fanboy Synonymous and me at Tony Mango. Maybe I'll post some pictures of like some wedding stuff or something on Twitter. And I never really post much on Twitter unless I'm complaining about stuff or 
like earlier today, I was like, yeah, there's no debate that the mini M&Ms are better than the regular ones. You know, like that kind of thing. I just felt the need to tweet it. But yeah, follow I, me, I, follow fanboys, follow Smart Guy Moment, follow Rob. I miss the mini M&Ms commercials. But uh, follow me on Twitter at Duke Voice. You should know where I work by now. It's Fightful.com. Check out Sean Rustap at Fightful Select. And I'll catch you guys whenever. And we'll see you next time, everybody, with the predictions for Crown Jewel and all the other stuff we were talking about earlier. So behave or else. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Or else that Sami Zayn picture that I might post up on the screen right now, he might get you. Um, You. Yeah, you know who we're talking about. You. Yeah, Barry. (laughs) Adios for now, though, everybody. We will see you next time. But for now, this has been another Smart Out moment, and we are being counted out.